Let's talk right now with our guy, Gilles Gallant. FTM Bets is where you could find him. What's going on, man? So tonight here, we celebrate Thanksgiving. But I actually just found this out. In Canada, you guys don't celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving like 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 uh like we do, do you? This is no, actually news to me. Quick, Did you know this? You guys are we're a little quick to jump on it. You guys raped and we're, pillaged we're, earlier in the year. Yeah, we celebrated mid October. We're a little excited to celebrate Thanksgiving here in Canada. I think that's the deal. Is that uh, we uh, we celebrate early, we celebrate hard on the weekend, and then uh, mid November we're just gonna do business as usual, trying to get ready for Christmas up here. I love it, man. Okay, so like. Because Christmas, see, I'm kind of used to this, but it's a little bit different. So my wife is Serbian, so I never realized that she doesn't celebrate Christmas. I mean, she kind of does. It's my wife, so she gets like Christmas every single day. But because she's married to me, but she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't celebrate it on the 25th. And so when she she told me this, I was like, "What do you mean you don't celebrate Christmas on the 25th? This is just news to me." Though. What is she, what day does she celebrate? I, I don't put me on the spot like that. I don't remember. I remember her birthday only because. Uh, it's the day after mine. Anyway, all that being said, uh, we are going to talk some, some, some. I guess, what is it? Thursday night? Thursday night football. My my schedule's all thrown off. It's Thanksgiving. We got the Bills taking on the Saints tonight. Bills seven-point favorites. The total's 45. We were talking props because I already played the side in this game. Um, but we were talking props a little bit earlier on, and there's not a whole lot I like. I know you're big on the anytime touchdown scores, like finding some value there. Anything that you're playing tonight is we got kickoff coming up 15 minutes from now. Absolutely, yeah. So I have three touchdown score picks that I locked in uh, last night for this game. Uh, specifically, I put two uh, units. I put one unit on uh, two different bills. Uh, so I like Cole Beasley at plus two sixty to score a touchdown tonight. I actually locked those in from BetMGM. My man. And the reason being is because he's second on the team in targets, and uh, he's basically getting most of the red zone targets as well. He's pretty much only a couple behind Stephon Diggs. And my theory is with this game is that I really think Marshawn Lattimore is going to want to follow and trail Stephon Diggs wherever he goes. So if that's the case, there's going to be a lot more action over the middle. So I think Cole Beasley at plus 260 is a good bet to score a touchdown, especially with the amount of targets that he's been getting on this team. The Bills are third in passing attempts on the year. So in my opinion, you want pass catchers for the Bills more so than runners, especially against the Saints defense. And then, of course, another guy that I bet – a little bit of a favorite of mine is Dawson Knox at plus 270. Yeah. Um, right now, like last week uh, was his first game back. I don't really count the Jets game as his first game back, coming back from the broken hand. But the game against the Colts, he had 10 targets and, and six catches. He led the team. Uh, he was getting most of the red zone targets as well, even though Stephon Diggs ended up being the one who scored. And I just think that he is somebody that is going to be able to exploit this defense because anytime you can get a guy like Dawson Knox who is – third on the team in red zone targets, even though he's missed two, two games. Um, and you can be able to get him at over plus 200 odds. You have to bet him. It doesn't really matter what the defense is. So those are my two bills that I'm playing. The touchdown score that I love for the saints is Taysom Hill. I, I was able too. to get him at plus 500. Whoa. He's dropped down really? to around a plus 400. Yep. What is he right Sorry. now? I, okay. Now, now we're talking. Anytime my man. plus 400. I, I love this. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Go on. That, that, that's, that's the guy I like for the Saints because, look, no Kamara, no Ingram tonight. And the fact that they just gave him that big contract, there is no way that they're going to pay him based on what he has already done. They're going to pay him based on what he is going to do. He is going to get red zone targets tonight. Plus 400, I feel like that's the play that you got to make right now with the Saints. 
Um, you could convince me maybe with a Callaway touchdown or maybe a Traquan Smith touchdown at plus 220 to plus 240, but Taysom Hill is the guy that you want at plus 400. Man, wow, I like that that's a lot. wild. That's what I was going to ask you about the Saints. It's like so difficult to take outside of a, you know, anytime touchdown. I really like Taysom Hill because they, they use him as a running back. They use him as a receiver. Obviously, they use him as a quarterback. But outside of him, like how difficult is it, Jill, to, to take Saints props when we really don't even know what their game plan is going to be because both their running backs are out? Yeah, it, it, I think you put it nail on the head right there. It is very difficult to try to find an edge. That's why when I was – usually I do three touchdown score picks per game, and it was difficult for me to find value outside of Taysom Hill because I can make a case for both Traquan or Marquez Callaway, but if you just look statistically, like the Bills are one of the best teams defensively against pretty much nearly any position, wide receiver, tight end, running back, um, even quarterbacks to score their top five, uh, stopping that across the board. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor kind of put a monkey uh, wrench in that plan, um, scoring uh, four touchdowns or five touchdowns uh, last week. Um, so that had kind of inflated the number. But so far through the first 10 weeks before that, the running backs weren't really doing much against them. So it was already going to be an uphill battle to want to feel comfortable taking a guy like Tony Jones or, you know, Dwayne Washington or Ty Montgomery or whatever running back you want to throw in there. So that's why uh, Taysom Hill just appealed to me more just based on the odds. And I know that just he is a darling of Sean Payton. They're not going to give him that kind of money just to kind of sit on the sidelines. He is the type of player that you want to get, especially at those odds. Uh, any sides, totals, or any more player props that you're looking at this weekend coming up on Sunday? Yeah, good, good question, Ryan. I really love the over 45. I think it's over 45 and a half now, maybe 45, 46. I still like the over. I think at least 50 points is going to be scored in this game. I think we're really maybe overcorrecting too much on this Bills offense because I think that they're going to just pass the ball and move the ball too much, that they're going to still put up 25 to 30 points. And even though the New Orleans offense is obviously severely hindered without a Camara and without a, you know, a Mark Ingram, over the last four games with Trevor Simeon at quarterback, they're still averaging 27 points per game. It's not like they're completely being like inept. It's not like that game that we saw with Seattle and uh, New Orleans when it was 13 to 10 and it was just a rock fight to be able to move the ball. This team has been able to move the ball with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. So they're giving me a 50 and a half. I'm taking the over on that, or pardon me, over 45 and a half. I'm taking the over on that every time. Joe, if you had to handicap Matt Nagy being fired before the end of this season, <laughs> uh, what would the line be? Uh, I would probably say like minus 1,000 odds at this stage, Trista, because um, I think he's a dead man walking. I think, uh, if anything, this just kind of delayed the inevitable this win today. If he had lost today to that winless Lions team, he would not be making the flight back to Chicago. I think that's a legit you know, uh, uh, concern here for, but so if you're looking at next, uh, coach fire props or anything like that, um, Nagy would probably be a, a, a minus odds favorite at this point. I really can't think of a coach that right now is that is put in a lame duck situation where I'd be shocked if he makes it another week, let alone with the rest of the season. You know, we talked about this when I jumped on your show a couple of weeks back, but we were talking about like, who's good in the NFL. And I think the Packers are good, but right now with their offensive line problems with no Elton Jenkins, Without knowing if David Bakhtiari is going to be able to come back, I'm a little worried about them. We think the Rams are going to be good, but Matthew Stafford has nine career wins against teams with winning records. And then in the AFC, we really don't have a clue. Which like two or three teams would you feel comfortable right now betting a future on? Or which two or three teams you know in the NFL right now do you feel comfortable are actual contenders? 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty tough thing to to, to, to figure out right now, right. just because we've seen so many of these tough losses. Like, I mean, two weeks ago before that Jacksonville game, like I think everybody was all in on Buffalo at that stage. And same thing with Tampa Bay. Like, I think everybody's all in. But at the same time, you watch that game against Washington. They're severely down without Gronk and and uh, Antonio Brown, for example, and they just get romped in that game. And you're just kind of wondering, like, okay, who is actually the standout team? And I know that it, this is going to sound like I'm pandering to, to the, the host here, but I legitimately, Ryan, I love your Packers to be able to get to yeah, the title year. game and get to the Super Bowl. And the reason being is because I still have hope that Jair Alexander is coming back. Yeah. David Pagliari is eventually going to come back before the end of the season. That's, so that's only going to strengthen the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers is still, like, despite the toe injury, is still playing at an elite level. Uh, I think their defense... I have to eat some crow on that because they're playing defensively. Much I, I thought they I were going to suck too, though. Yeah, I think we all saw, thought that. Yeah. So, so that's why right now, even though um, the Packers, like they're probably third in the NFC behind the Rams and the Buccaneers to get to the Super Bowl, they might be the same odds as the Cardinals at this stage. But I still like the Packers to be able to get to the Super Bowl. And once you get to the Super Bowl. Um, playing against, let's just say hypothetically, they're playing against the Chiefs or the Bills or the Ravens or whoever team comes out of the AFC. Though, against those three teams, other than the Chiefs, I think they're going to be favorites in that game. So I think it's still good value if you can grab it at like plus 500, plus 600 to get to the uh, to win the NFC. Uh, but I'd be looking at them to win the Super Bowl right now. Right now, I think the Packers right now, uh, just based on what we've seen and just based on the way that they've been able to overcome adversity, and especially because of the fact that they're probably going to get the one seed. It's going to be between them and Tampa to get the one seed in the uh, NFC. If they get the one seed and they have home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs, uh, I think it's a wrap. They're getting to the Super Bowl. Joe, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This weekend's slate of uh, games on Sunday are, I mean, maybe the worst we've had in a, in a while. Like, we've got a lot of dog matchups, um, ones that are very difficult for me to be interested in. Uh, for you, when you see games like, say, with the Jets and the Texans, are props the only way for you to feel like, that's the way to stay interested in those games. <laughs> yeah, like I think Trista, I think you pretty much nailed it on the head. I mean, if this was a primetime game, and if and let's just use that hypothetical matchup of Houston versus the Jets on Thursday Night Football, how could you feel comfortable laying your money, like whether or not on either side, uh, to, to be able to win you money? You would automatically want to gravitate towards players, like for example, Elijah Moore who is the most profitable anytime touchdown scorer in the NFL this year. If you would bet him every week for a unit in nine games, you'd be up over 11 units on the year just blindly betting Elijah Moore touchdown scores. So that's the reason why you end up getting attracted to these type of games, like Terod Taylor, for example. If you just blindly bet his four games that he had started, you'd be up six units in profit just because he's rushed for touchdowns in two of those four games. So automatically, even though – you're not seeing great football in front of you. You find ways to be able to attract yourself into these games because they have such lucrative odds for any time touchdown scores like an Elijah Moore who can, might be paying plus 250 or plus 300 to score because the Jets offensively seem so inept on paper. But somehow Elijah Moore is able to, even whether it be garbage time or whatever else, be able to squeeze in a touchdown for you at those kind of odds. So that is really the only way that you could draw yourself in to the kind of game that involves those two teams. Thanks so much for popping on with us Thanks, tonight, Joe. man. Go Cowboys. I'm jumping on that Taysom Hill prop, and uh, hopefully he uh, cashes for us.
Absolutely. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you very much, Trista. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thanks, Happy man. Thanksgiving. Jill Gallant, you can find his work oh, with yeah, FTN Bets. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's just, just something you, know, you say. Yeah, it's just, you know, happy it's holidays, man. like when the man. flight attendants, like, have a safe flight, and you're like, you too. No, I, I always, you know what I always do uh, when you go to the gym, and it's have a great workout. Like, you too. You too. And, and it's like, like no, yeah, you're not I'm, working out. You're, you're at work right now. Yeah. Yeah, but Jill, uh, he uh, joined us on the Roman Guest Line. You get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for EDL from the comfort privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That get, that's uh, GetRoman.com slash BetQL.